Good afternoon. Welcome to Earthmakers, spiritual care for real humans. My name is Joey. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. I'm a recovering addict and the grateful creator and host of this podcast. Take a deep breath. Settle in. This space is for you. I apologize for not releasing this episode earlier this morning. I typically like to release them first thing in the morning before work. However, uh, I had a bit of an interesting situation happen today. So I was sitting at my desk uh, in my office first thing in the morning, recording the episode. Nobody bothers me first thing in the morning. Um, But a maintenance person who was collecting trash opened the door uh, while I was mid-episode and shouted, Do you got any garbage? <laughs> so uh, I, I did not, in fact, have any garbage. Um, and they walked away. So uh, who knows why that happened. Um, but I'm going to take that as a sign that for some reason I wasn't supposed to release that episode at that time. I've been thinking a lot about uh, waiting lately. And how everything right now feels like we're in stuck in like a holding pattern and we're just sort of waiting collectively as a globe. And then we're just always waiting for something. Does it feel that way to you? I mean, maybe it's just me. But I don't think it is just me, actually. I remember as a child having a really difficult time with waiting. I didn't have like a great concept of time as a child. And so if whenever I had to wait for something, it felt like forever. I can't even imagine what it's like for, you know, our cats and dogs who wait because they have zero concept of the passing of time. So for example, when I asked my cat rabbi to wait patiently for a treat. He will see me pick up the treat bag and he will throw himself at my feet, making these high-pitched squeals of agony and writhing on the carpet because he just cannot handle the fact that I haven't given him a treat yet. (laughs) Uh, It's really interesting to me how this unfolds. Waiting feels like just this thing that humans have to do. And it feels like a a pain in the ass and an inconvenience most of the time. I'm stuck waiting here, waiting in line at the grocery store, waiting on hold to talk to uh, somebody from Comcast, uh, waiting in line at the DMV, waiting, waiting, waiting. Right now we're waiting for a vaccine to be approved for COVID. We're waiting for COVID to change, for the way we experience COVID to change. We're waiting anxiously for the election in November. We're waiting for the American justice system to finally make the right decisions um, and to do right by the BIPOC community. It just feels like we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And it's an overwhelming 
sense of waiting sometimes. Why? Why do we have to wait? What I find really remarkable and super interesting is that waiting is not for the human being just some inconvenient, shitty thing that we all have to do. The greatest spiritual teachers, philosophers, thinkers talk about the value of waiting. For great spiritual teachers and leaders and ancient spiritual texts to contemporary spiritual texts, waiting is the heart, the very heart and core of the inner life. Waiting is what drives the contemplative spiritual practice. Waiting is what brings about these great monastic communities. Waiting informs much of the ways in which different religious communities observe the year, observe the passage of time. Interestingly enough, the greatest spiritual teachers from Jesus to the Buddha are not asking us to simply take advantage of waiting opportunities, but rather to embrace waiting, to change the way that we see waiting, not just to accept it, but to embrace it as part of our spiritual practice, a necessary component. Which sucks because I fucking hate waiting, <laughs> right? So I'm impatient. Um, typically speaking, my default response is impatience. And so patience is a practice for me. It's, a, it's an intentional practice for me. Uh, interestingly enough, the word patience comes from the Latin word passio, which means to suffer or experience suffering. It's where we get our word passion, passionate. If you are a patient in a hospital, you are one who suffers, right? The word patience literally means long-suffering or to suffer for an extended period of time. So literally, what we are asked to engage with in the spiritual life is suffering while we wait. And this is a bit baffling to me because I never want to encourage increased suffering in the lives of the people that I counsel and teach and pastor and lead. So what about, what about you? What's going on with you? Are you feeling patient, impatient, What's your default? Patience is so interesting because we say things like patience is a virtue and uh, patience is this spiritual gift, a tool that we have deep inside that we can utilize to help us process and make sense of and manage the experience of waiting. Patience is supposed to help. We tell people just be patient, just be patient, just be patient. Just be patient? Really? Like, that's just something you can just be? We have to embrace something together, and that is just the knowledge and the reminder, and this is truly just an invitation to you to just remember that you have permission to be frustrated with waiting. 
You have permission to be frustrated with patience. If patience is the tool that we have to help us process and manage waiting, it's a pretty shitty tool. I mean, I wish our higher power could have done better than that. It's just interesting. Patience means to suffer for a long, extended period of time. And so what we're being asked to do when we practice patience while waiting is to suffer while we suffer until we experience more suffering. Also, how do you, think about this for a moment, how do you approach waiting? In the Buddhist community, waiting happens for the sake of waiting. The word waiting implies that there would be something we're waiting for, that we're waiting for a reason, that something is going to be on the other side of this season of waiting. If I practice patience long enough, I will get the thing that I'm waiting for. But there are no guarantees of that, and the Buddhists know this well. So the Buddhists ask us to consider waiting just for the sake of waiting. Not waiting for anything in particular, but waiting for whatever it is that comes. That's mindfulness. That's being here and now. That's being engaged in the present moment. In the Christian spiritual traditions, we have um, something called the liturgical year or the church calendar. And it's a, it's a calendar of seasons that uh, Christians observe around the globe in different Christian spiritual traditions. And there's a couple different seasons that are all about waiting. The first one is Advent. We're coming up on Advent soon, um, since it is September, almost October. Um, we will come up on Advent not too long from now, um, after Halloween. And uh, Advent is the season of anticipatory, excited waiting, in which Christians anticipate the coming of Jesus as the baby in the manger. On Christmas Day. Ad, the Advent season ends with the Christmas season, beginning with Christmas Eve, and then 12 days later, the end of that season. And then we wait the rest of the year until we come back to Advent. I love the idea of Advent. Advent's my favorite liturgical season because we are anticipating with great excitement what's coming next. It reminds me of the Christmas Eve nights when my siblings and I would all fall as try to fall asleep, but we were so excited about what would be under the Christmas tree the next morning and whether or not Santa had come to visit. And uh, yeah, that was exciting, right? But there's another kind of waiting that Christians observe in the, the season of Lent. Lent uh, is a 40-day season that leads up to Holy Week. Uh, last season, uh, in season one, we did a series on Holy Week. We did a Maundy Thursday, a Good Friday, a Holy Saturday, and an Easter Sunday uh, series. Lent 
is not about anticipatory waiting, but it's more about that patience, really embracing patience, really embracing the suffering waiting. Lent is not the anticipation of excitement of, oh, my significant other is coming to visit for the first time in a month and I've got butterflies in my stomach and I can't wait to see them and I've cleaned the house and I've bought some wine and I've bought some chocolate and strawberries and I've baked a big cake and I can't wait to see them and kiss them and hold them and, oh, how exciting. It's not the anticipatory excitement of a crush. It's not Advent excitement. It's not Advent waiting. This is the waiting of great suffering. It's just remember that you are going to wait and wait and wait. And then you're going to be disappointed and you're going to wait some more. Because what Christians wait for during Lent is the death, the murder of Jesus the Christ. And the next day, his resurrection. Well, not the next day, three days later, resurrection. What Lent asks of us is to wait and then wait some more. What Advent asks of us is very similar, actually, to wait and then wait some more. The truth of the matter is, no matter how you uh, approach waiting, whether it's anticipatory excitement or the waiting of great suffering, it's the waiting of standing by the telephone, waiting to hear the bad news, the good or bad news, waiting to hear from your doctor. I remember I got a, a text message early one morning from a family member of mine who was essentially threatening suicide, and I could not get a hold of them. And so my waiting was the waiting of great anguish in my heart and in my belly. When was I going to hear what had happened? Was my family member, my loved one, still alive? Were they okay? And it turns out that yes, they were. Thanks be to God. But it was scary. That's the waiting of Lent. The waiting of suffering. We've all experienced the waiting of suffering. And right now in our country, in our culture, we're experiencing a lot of that Lenten waiting suffering. Aren't we? But no matter what kind of waiting it is, at some point, well, truly at multiple points in your life as a human being, you are going to be forced to engage with waiting. And so now the question you have to ask yourself is, how do I wait? Not necessarily what am I waiting for, but how do I wait? Where is there value in waiting? How can patience be a friend and not a foe? I don't have answers to this right now because I feel like I'm in a really weird place of waiting. I came out as trans non-binary a couple months ago and I am pre-medical transition. Um, I haven't even decided if I'm going to medically transition and 
uh, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to do. And so I feel like I'm, like in that metamorphosis episode that I recorded, I feel like I'm in the cocoon and it's getting stuffy and dark and scary and overwhelming in this cocoon. So if that's where you're at today, just remember this. You're going to have to wait. Waiting is a part of the human experience. Ask yourself, what am I doing with the waiting? What am I doing with it? Because I do have agency. You do have agency over how we approach our relationship to waiting. I wish there were more I could say on the topic, but I really just wanted to take today to reflect and meditate on how frustrating waiting is. How there is doesn't seem to be a clear-cut or clean answer about how waiting functions in the human experience. I'm still not certain how it is that waiting is necessarily good for us or helpful for us. But I know it is. I know in my heart of hearts it is. I'm just wrestling with it today. Maybe you are too. It's okay. Thank you. You are precious, loved, and worthy. Take good care of you today. And I'll see you on Friday.